0: you <laughs> seriously though the scariest part about that man was his face he's just gross and- oh
1: i know right it's yeah. way worse than all like the gore in it uh, there's the one scene where uh she unplugs her phone oh, I know and then it still rings and yep. she answers it and then out of the mouth comes like this tongue and it's like oh. blah, 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 like right on her mouth like, <laughs> like slapping her own like blah, 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 blah. it's so gross it's so, it so gross it like, yeah. hits
0: across her ear at the yeah. st- oh man cool
1: yeah. prop though it's a super cool prop i mean it, it looks kind of dumb now but like that's sure. kind of what's so cool about it most of the most of the effects in you know those yeah. early 80s uh, horror movies are not awesome because they look great well yeah i think but it was a quality like, thing too because yeah. we're
0: going back looking at all these remastered clips totally and, uh, oh my gosh oh, it's so it's much more
1: clear now totally. than i mean even with the original like like film projections yeah. like yeah they've digitally remastered now seeing squeeze everything out of like the film negatives so, so the, they had. so
0: the prosthetics look more fake
1: yeah, yeah they do yeah you can see like and uh we were watching a minute ago uh that poltergeist clip where the yep. guy's peeling his face off yeah so and fun, i did not like up. i remember that terrifying me when yeah. i was a kid like i thought it was still disgusting. still terrifying to this day actually. like it's but it, it looks so fake we were so i think you and i were both taking aback a little bit by how kind of like bad yeah. the, the like the prosthetic looked cool but how not real it looked you know what yeah. i mean and yeah. so but it was it was really cool
0: yeah. I'm super excited to get into it. dude. I, I know you've yeah. yeah, got a
1: whole a whole bunch of stuff to be- talk about before we
0: go into that. Yeah. Everyone. Welcome back to the take 43. Podcast. Yeah, it's nice to
1: be here. I'm,
0: I'm stoked, man. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I'm drew and I'm Aaron. Hello. As usual. What have you been working on, man? Just to catch back up. It's been yeah. a second.
1: So, you know, I mean with, with work, I've had kind of the, the typical stuff. I've had a few, um, a few, you know, uh, naturals brands with supplements, stuff no like that. And yeah, yeah. No one cares about that. But what I <laughs> am working on that's cool. I'm still, I, I mentioned it, a, I think a couple episodes ago, I'm working on a new feature your script Sweet. and uh, I'm uh, like heavily, heavily, heavily outlining. I'm doing a, a big boy, big pants outline, and like nice. really like doing it, which I found is really, really helpful. I think the best stuff I've written, I've heavily outlined because you can really visually see like the, like the plot points and the beats from a much like wider scale. Like I can look at and see kind of like the rhythm of it almost by having an outline Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to when you just start writing the script, it's easy to just kind of get lost in the weeds with it and kind of not know so much. like, I think this is going on over here. And, and then you, you waste time, like, you know, working on say an entire conversation that's like three pages long. Um, when you don't have and you spend like a whole day on that or two days maybe even and you haven't even worked out like the next real plot point and right. so then that scene might end up disappearing you just wasted a bunch of time sure so i don't like i don't try and like make you know, a perfect outline and perfect trip the very first time around like you still need to leave some room for for experimenting and playing around with it but i think if you have like a major idea of the things that you do want to write. Like you yeah. have a bunch of scenes. Like this is basically what I'm trying to get at. And then just leave some room for like planner. and then
0: yeah. leave the paragraph space below. Yeah. What it, well, it's know? nice. Cause Filling you can see, lines.
1: you can put all your setups in there sure. and pay. I was like, like I got to the end. I'm like, I need like a payoff right here. And so mm-hmm. then I went back and put a setup in the very first then act. You can draw your story arc from that. Exactly. Exactly. That. So yeah, I've been having a ton of fun with it. It has expanded into now it is more, cause originally it was just a sci-fi horror. Now it's a, Crime, family drama, horror, sci-fi. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice I, but you know, and I'm still, I'm still uh, planning on on directing this one. Uh, But I am gonna have to kind of keep it in my pants a little bit and like try not to go a little too too Krueger with, with it.
0: Yeah, too crazy with it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. like I
1: have to like try and remember to keep it. Clever, instead sure. of like yeah. Uh, don't, like let's not be so effects-y. cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Man. Well, what about you? What you got going on?
0: Recently, uh, I've been working on a lot of music videos. You were, of yeah. course, a part of the first one with Bronco. Yep, that's right. Actually, it was kind of cool. They released uh, City Weekly released an article about us. They had our names in it, and yeah. we're just talking about their. That's uh, our uh, local, al- like
1: Salt Lake, uh, yeah. like like independent uh,
0: yeah, uh ma-
1: or newspaper. But it's cool yeah. though because
0: they ha- always have good articles. and yeah. They're well written. But they the they talk to the band and they're talking about their album release party. Mm-hmm. That's on May twenty first the stateroom. if anyone's in salt lake wants yeah. to go check out bronco the yeah. band play uh, we're obviously going to go check yeah, that I'm out gonna,
1: i'm going to go for sure yeah
0: and uh, i just thought that was cool to see our names in that because i wasn't aware that that was happening yeah um, one of the
1: can I, can I just mention real quick one of the funniest yes. things in that we <laughs> exactly. you gonna bring it up i know what you're gonna say yeah. so go with, with the, they're asking uh tyler tyler is the, the the front man for the for the band that basically our main contact on the whole thing he's the one that starts in the video and he was telling the reporter at C- city weekly about the locations because they're all like local salt lake um places you know it's like quarters and arcade bar and then around some of the streets and there's an alley that we shot in that drew and i call piss alley yes, because it <laughs> smells it, like piss it smells I mean, like yeah, i mean it's very much that it's a full you know never
0: uh homeless people in it when we're there yeah. but there's a lot of people who uh, like to go through there yep. and use that as a as an alley but it's, it's so it's such a cool alley and we've used it
1: Probably multiple times. Yeah, yeah, we've used it in a bunch it's of awesome. stuff. But but he he in his quote to the reporter, he called it piss alley, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and, and, it's like, and it's in like it's in Salt Lake, like paper. So yeah. like I'm really crossing my fingers that we've coined like a new location <laughs> in Salt Lake that people are going to start knowing as piss alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, like how
0: amazing would that be? I know the main location scouts for uh, Utah Film Commission. Oh, so we should just have them put that in there. That's uh, a good doc. idea. Piss alley. Yeah, piss yeah. alley. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, right I don't there. think you
1: need like. And we've never had to get, get permission from anybody no. to shoot in there. No orphee. Yeah there. Or excuse me sir can I pee in your alley (laughs) is that why they call it that are are we the cause
0: of that oh is it us oh no no. definitely not this Um, is not dump alley no but it's been fun man just working on that new music video coming up next month uh, super excited about that and uh, working in Vegas uh, this coming week and mm-hmm. then going to mm-hmm. take some vacation time for myself. Uh, yeah, You've earned it, man. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> I've been uh, working with uh, Siri a lot. Uh, they released that new 75 millimeter anamorphic, oh, yeah. which is what we shot the whole video with. Yes. And then they also just released a 24, 35 and 50 cinema prime set that's non-anamorphic. Yeah, spherical, right? Spherical and their macro lenses, which is cool. Because which is
1: that's super cool. Like yeah. having both macro and, yeah. and wide on the same lens is pretty dope
0: pretty sweet so i went out to the salt flats uh last week and we shot some stuff on a harley i was hanging out in the back of the car you know we would put the l- each lens on and get those different focal links oh it's so just like the same shot with the different shot, lenses. You can see. shot different comparison. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh did some pre-launch stuff i'll link that pre-launch video uh it's me opening up the the uh, siri lenses and and checking out what they are as the animation comes in uh, from Ju- oh, yeah. Jupiter. Cause it's a Jupiter. The, the lens line is called Jupiter lens oh, okay. set. So they're, uh, and they're not telling me to say this. I'm just talking. Right, about it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. I just, I just really like their stuff, and it's. Yeah. I mean, it's we've been, been super really happy. Cool. I mean, yeah. yeah
1: the, uh. Their uh. Their smaller um. Anamorphics is what we shot jump yeah. seat with, and they they were happy enough with that. They wanted to keep on giving you lenses yeah. to shoot stuff. But now so that we the we stuff the, is all
0: like cinema. my god. Yeah, the full their, full quality,
1: their quality has yeah. gone way up they're, since those original ones. They're big lenses yeah. now, and
0: it's it's been super fun to see that progression and be a part of it. It's fun to to be in those things. And yeah. It's, it's way it, cool. Yeah. And it's it was a small crew and and kind of a smaller budget shoot, but. We had fun. We had the mm-hmm. uh, Nick on his Harley, and I'm excited. I'm doing a. There, there's a couple of clips from the pre-launch that are that were just released, but uh, I'm going to actually release a full like cinematic one-minute narrative with that. Cool. And uh, that should be out in a
1: couple of weeks. Cool. So cool. hopefully
0: by the time this comes out, actually it probably won't come out yet, but
1: I'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll, 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 we'll links let you know. links yeah.
1: links. Yeah. So uh, very cool. Uh, this week, uh, myself and one of the producers from Jumpseat, Leah, we are going to Houston uh, nice. because Jumpseat is screening at the Houston World Fest. I hadn't heard much about this festival until I entered it. And once I started looking into it, it turns out it's like the third oldest, like independent film festival in the it's United awesome. States. Good. It's, this is the 55th annual one. It started in like it's 1960 worth going something. To. It's worth hopping yeah, on a plane for. It, it yeah. seems like it for sure. Um, yes, yeah, so we're screening in, uh, it's actually in the, I think it's the final shorts block of the whole festival. Because yeah, It's Sunday on like night. A Sunday night. Yeah, it's like Sunday thing. night. Yeah. Which, which
0: honestly isn't super convenient, but it also, is because it's like the perfect time to see a movie. Totally, maybe just not in Houston. Yeah, you're, right. yeah. <laughs> you're like It's around. cool though. They yeah. play.
1: They play in uh, like Cinemark Theater. so they're like yeah, nice, like good nice. quality theaters and stuff like I that. I wish
0: we could use our media pack we bought. Uh, I know, so they they're, could just plug our, that in Our
1: DCP. Uh, yeah, our yeah. DCP I, I wish. Perfect. I mean, that's why I. That's why I spent five hundred bucks on it I was know. for stuff like this. <laughs> and I think if I think for features, I think they require DCPs, but not for shorts. Uh, uh, but there are some festivals like uh, one that we did not get into Tribeca. They they require DCP. That's for fine. everything and I think like Sundance does also well but,
0: when we do another screening maybe this fall yeah. of Jump Seat back yeah. at Broovies which yeah, I think we should, we should gonna, be able to just plug it right in we should yeah. be able to plug that I in honestly
1: like it's just kind of cool to have it yeah. like whether or not it like that that thing actually gets sent to any festivals so there's still a bunch we're waiting to hear from totally Um, it's still it's kind of cool to have that and it yeah. also it, it was probably good practice for me too. Cause I didn't really know what a DCP was when I first got it. So, yep. um, so just kind of going through that whole process and understanding how it worked. Um, it was probably actually a pretty good experience for me. I don't know if it's worth 500 bucks to me, but it was a good experience. I think,
0: I think it's a thing that comes with yeah. uh,
1: expensing a film yep.
0: and that just gets built in the budget, yep. you know, yep. just, it was
1: just in the budget. What's a Remy? Uh, yeah, so a Remy, that's the awards they give out at, at uh, World Fest. And what's kind of cool is anyone that's made it to a screening has already won an uh won a Remy. I almost called it an Emmy. Got <laughs> one uh, of those? Has, has already, yeah, because we already have an Emmy, so now we need a Remy <laughs> and then a Rami and the, then a, our, my, one of my friends calls uh the
0: the Emmy, uh On the fireplace, it calls it a Jimmy. He says that's fake as hell. It's a Jimmy, man. Jimmy rig. (laughs) That's Kimmy. (laughs) It's a Kimmy Jimmy, man. Jimmy
1: Kimmy. Uh, But yeah, so we've already we've already won a Remy. We just don't know they they have like bronze, silver, and gold levels. I think so, Mm -hmm. Um, and they score. It, it, this festival is interesting because they score every single one of the films yeah. instead instead of um, just saying screening or not win or not like they actually apparently they have have screeners that they watch them all and they give them scores based on everything and that determines like what level of a remy you get oh
0: cool so yeah and
1: the uh, the award kind of looks like a, an oscar actually it's like yeah, guys in the same pose he's got like a star in front of him and so cool. so um I don't so we've already won one of those which is which is cool that's awesome. Um, and hopefully well, that's ho- exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. You know, um, what, another really cool thing they're doing at this festival, though, is so Sunday morning, they're actually busting all the filmmakers uh, out to uh, the Houston NASA facility. Oh, that's cool. We get a tour of that. That space. was fun. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I love space stuff. And so like getting to go to a film festival where our movie's playing and getting to be, like tour a facility, like that's going to be a pretty good well, day for and me. And it yeah. makes it worth
0: like your ticket price. <laughs> totally. And, yeah. You
1: know, yeah. I mean, yeah it's not, not cheap to fly out there not cheap to stay there for a few nights. Sure. So I wish I could come, in. I know I wish you could too. Like yeah. we, we'd been waiting for um, a festival that we could all like actually go to. They actually have so many were still virtual this year, right? Um, and one fight pops up, and it's literally the same day as NAB. For you. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> you're like, dude, you're not coming. I'm like, did it's opening day of yeah, NAB? Yeah, like can't, I, can't I miss like that. Five yeah. meetings that yeah. day.
1: Yeah, well, and like you wouldn't be able to make it back until Monday, halfway through the day anyway. So you'd be right. missing all that also. Yeah,
0: so I'll be. I'm heading to Vegas on Friday. Uh, gonna go and do. I'm gonna do the uh, Meow Wolf Omega Mart. Uh, Check Mm. out the big art exhibit at Area 15. That stuff looks cool, dude. It looks really cool. So we've got like this uh, really awesome pop culture uh, movie-esque uh, weekend planned before yeah. the, the show starts. We're gonna go to uh, Zach Baggins' uh, haunted museum. That'd be dope. Uh, excited about that, and then we're also gonna go see David Copperfield.
1: That I'm pretty. Uh, I've I'm always been such a big David, David Copperfield fan. Like, like me too. I, I remember I, watching it on watching his stuff on TV when I was like a little kid. My parents yeah. would be like,
0: "Oh, he's gonna make the Statue of Liberty or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Oh," and he's you know he's getting he's kind of aging a little. He's bit, getting so, up there, yeah. So it's it'll be fun to see him. Uh, I've never obviously seen him, so it'll be really it'll be fun. I'm dude, excited. I mean,
1: dude's funny too. Is the other thing about him like. Heard, He's super yeah. funny, yeah. Heard
0: there's a blue alien in the show oh, right or something, on. so that's always He's fun. He's one of the
1: guys from Blue Man Group yeah. comes over from the, <laughs> to the Luxor. Luxor, yeah. <laughs> hey, gotta be back in five. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, So, yeah, that'll
0: be fun. Then we're doing uh, three days at the show. I've got some meetings set up there. That's going to be awesome. I'm so excited for the show. It's been like two and three years since NAB's happened. Yeah, yeah. And then on Wednesday, I'm filming there. I have a client that's down there. Oh, right And we'll be shooting with them uh, for eight hours. And then I hop on a jet, come back. Then I'm heading on vacation for a week.
1: I've done it. It's dissected, alien, and it's it's Take his insides out and put them back in. Too gross. So Epidemic Sound is my go-to for all the royalty-free music and sound effects that I use in my videos. I use it for client work, and I also use it for filmmaking. It's great because I can download as many high-quality tracks as I need.
0: It's all subscription-based, so it's different than most other sites.
1: Right, and they also have great efficient search filters and personal recommendations, so I'm always able to find what I'm looking for, like, super easily. Exactly. If you need
0: music and sound effects for social media, YouTube, or websites, you should totally take a look at Epidemic Sound. Yeah, and you can sign up for a 30-day free trial today. And level up your content with great soundtracks and effects. Sound effects, right? right meow. meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's what's been up, uh, past and future. I'm, it's awesome always to catch up. Our catch-ups yeah. lately have been really short, yeah. and uh, I kind of wanted to make this one last a little longer. But now, super excited to get into anatomy of a scene. Halfway to Halloween. Our second one. Our second. annual yes. Halfway to Halloween. Dude, I'm I, so
1: stoked. This is one of my favorite things to do. I mean, I love the anatomy of the scenes, like no ma- no matter what we're talking about. But the horror ones are probably the most fun ones to talk about. You know, I think.
0: And pro- people are probably sick of it, but and I just looked up. I thought halfway to Halloween for some reason in my head was like you know in April at the end of mm-hmm, April, and mm-hmm. it's Still,
1: like a couple weeks away. Yeah. But
0: that's okay. We'll get ahead of the game because I don't think the cops are going to come after us for it. I (laughs) I think we'll be all right.
1: (laughs) I hope everybody forgives us for doing this a couple weeks early.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's something coming if they don't. I'll tell you what. So, new movie that just came
1: out, directed by Ty West. Uh, It was a South by Southwest uh, premiere x yeah and uh like we're not going to talk about we're not going to go super in depth so if you haven't seen any you're super worried about spoilers we're not really going to get into any of that we're 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 just going to talk about this one shot that we both when when drew when you went and saw it i when the first thing you said you texted me you're like dude the opening shot is so so cool yeah, i
0: saw it without him and yeah. i was like oh my gosh that that actually hooked me in yeah. there were some things we'll get into that it's a, it's perfect, a really cool but, shot but it though. was a really cool this specific opening shot yeah. it's not often that the very first shot of the film yeah is the
1: banger yeah which is amazing you think you'd really kind of want to try sometimes and do that. it yeah. is but yeah. like
0: it's always maybe the second like there's like a yeah. quick shot boom and then it goes in mm-hmm. so this was really
1: unique yeah but this, this opening shot was really really um it was really inventive for, I think, for multiple reasons. There was some good kind of like meta filmmaking reasons as yep. well as some story stuff. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll basically describe it. I mean, it starts off uh, and you're just hearing, oh, we're, let's watch it. All right. So, yeah, instead of instead of chatting about, let's just check yeah. it out. Let's just watch it.
0: <laughs> Link in description.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I love the. I actually really love the sound in this as well. Like, uh, uh like just kind of like we're just looking at a farmhouse basically, but it's
0: framed through a door. Yeah, and there's not a ton going on. Uh, the so sides. it looks like
1: it's probably like a barn or yeah. something like that is what it's supposed to be. And, and there's
0: cop cars that just pulled up.
1: Yeah, and we'll like after after we're done this, we'll like kind of go into a little more detail about what's going on. But basically, it starts in like this four by three look um, yep. it's like, shooting through this door and it pushes through this door, widening out into um a. I think it's, it looks like it's two, two, three, nine to one aspect ratio could be 69. It's 16. But, that's 69 there. No, that's two, three, nine to one.
0: Oh yeah. Look at the yeah. little
1: bars at the top. See the baby oh, bars. Yep, yep. Yep. You're right. Yeah. So it's, it's a very short shot. I mean, it was well, probably what all of uh 15, 20 seconds, something like that. Yeah. But it's yeah. super impactful. But it's very impactful.
0: What it does is it not only takes you from a four by three framing to a 2.39 mm-hmm. by one, hmm but what it's doing is it's pushing through and it's exposing more in the frame. That's right. Which exacerbates really the situation.
1: That's right. A lot
0: more because the, you see cop cars pulling in. There's like, oh, one cop car pulling up. Maybe he's coming home. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like, really know. At like, at the he's end just going to go day, talk to somebody. There's no like, sirens. It doesn't seem
1: very urgent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But when they push through the door, it reveals cop cars already there with lights on. Yeah. On, on both sides. On both so sides. So behind
1: both of the walls. Uh, behind both of the walls as you push through. Yeah, there's two cop cars. Yeah. And like you said, they have yeah. their lights on. They're like, oh, so okay, shit's already popped it, off. So it multiplied yeah.
0: the scene a lot. Yeah. So it really amplified and am- really quickly. Uh, the, rema- the remainder of the scene, uh, the cop is walking through the home and there's yeah. a, a priest, uh, a minister on the yeah. television. Yeah, talking about uh, sin talking and Talking about sin and all the
1: yeah. though the, the rest of it is very cool when he's walking through the house. Just uh, I think the, the pacing of it, it's a fairly slow pace. Like sure. He's kind of looking around at things, stepping over stuff. The, the yeah. sound, um, uh, the audio mix is really, really nice there, I, th- I think. Yeah,
0: I think, well, so the, the sound had a lot to do with that opening scene, too. The, right now, the cops are walking down the stairs into the basement. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the, the sound did a lot there because they were just bug noises. Yeah. And if the sirens would have been on, we, it would have given it away. Totally. Uh, but what it did was it delayed, the, yep. it, delayed it a little yep. bit.
1: All like the, all the walking around, the gravel crunching under the good feet, pacing. the good pacing, like on the floorboards. Yeah. It's all, I don't know. It's got a was, very, those were the good parts of the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I mean, I actually liked most of the I film. Love the film. Like maybe one yeah. of these days we'll, maybe we'll do like a, a bigger dive in because I think there's some really, really good filmmaking in it. So it didn't, and, it didn't show
0: what it does in the film. That's
1: right. Uh, it gets... It kind of just pushes away from there. That's right. Uh,
0: So that's a two minute forty second clip of X. We'll link that in the description. Yeah. Let's let's get into this, man, because that is just sick stuff.
1: Yeah. So one of the one of the things I really dig about it is you know we talked about it goes from like that four by three kind of look, which evokes you know seventies horror. This is very much it takes place in the seventies. It's supposed to be. It's got a nice
0: film look to it as well. Yeah. It doesn't look too cheesy.
1: Yeah. No. And and, and I'm I'm almost positive that it's not shot on film, but it has a very nice filmy look to it. Yeah. I should have probably
0: looked that up, and I, I can. I'll check here. Yeah.
1: And so, so what's cool is, you know, it starts in that four by three with, with the, what you gradually realize are, is actual like walls on either side. And it's not actually like, done that way so right. it evokes the 70s and then it pushes through and this is I guess me being like the the nerdy film major that I was like it you know it turns into the two three nine to one aspect ratio which is like bringing the 70s cinema like into modern day like right you' showing like like look we're doing a 70s thing but we're gonna use all the cool stuff that we mm-hmm. have today to do it yeah um it's cool yeah it's, it's very it's very cool and there's a lot of kind of meta things about this movie and this is the the first one and um, so just everything combined I think it's I think it's really good filmmaking I think it's really smart and I think the But we talked about the visual, the visual storytelling is so, so great. Cause you start there. Just looking at this farmhouse. There's no music. There's no sirens. There's just the bug noises, and you're like, "Huh." There's just a farmhouse. It's a ni- pretty it's nice, nice, nice tranquil scene. Yeah. I'm guessing that the people that are going to get killed are going to like yeah. come into the shot anytime now or sure. whatever. And then I was yeah, waiting for, th-
0: yeah, I was waiting for a jump scare. Yeah, like yeah. something like run to run past, like yeah. uh, something scary, like and yeah. then just and then gone. just like
1: very slowly like push that. Well, you, first you see the one cop car come in, and it's like yeah. kind of from a distance, like, "Oh, there's a car." And then, you know, you hear driving on the gravel and like, oh, that's a cop car. But totally. it doesn't appear to be, you know, uh, you know, hurrying at all or anything. You're not not like, oh, man, they're going to a crime scene. But then, you know, when it pushes out and you see the other cop cars there, with the lights on you're like shit has gone down already. Yes. And so just I mean, in the, yeah, in a 20 second scene, the amount of amount of stuff they conveyed, I think, is actually very impressive without yeah. saying a single word. One shot barely even moving the camera. Um, I I think it's great. I think it's an, I think it's a really excellent first shot and I I want us to try and not mimic that exact shot, but mimic that kind of visual storytelling in frame. I'd
0: actually like to play with it pull like going backwards uh pulling out a frame and totally closing something in making you feel more trapped i don't know there's a lot of things you can do with it yeah
1: i just think the the gradual revealing of information in the frame i think is just the is the most fascinating part to me and there's a lot of different ways you can take that Mm -hmm. without it i mean you could do you could do a a dolly to the side and do the same sort of thing or
0: i think that was a technocrine shot uh judging from how low it was to the floor and then how it went off of the the train or whatever that was or through the door frame mm-hmm. and then it just kept going straight and there was yeah. no tracks in frame that's true i think it was a it was a motorized push from an arm
1: i could see that i yeah. can definitely see that mm-hmm. yeah
0: uh amazing shot yeah amazing way to sh- uh, set up your film
1: yeah it's, uh, uh, awesome in general just a, a pretty cool movie as well like i said we're not going to talk about nah. any, anything spoilery but just in general like i think it was a very well made movie one or two things that didn't quite work for me but it was a, it was a fun movie um it doesn't take itself too seriously as a horror film either right kind of serious style filmmaking yeah. you know there's a couple of scenes in there they're like things like i'd probably see this more in an art movie than a horror film right but but then it immediately does something else it's just like fun and yeah. gory or whatever if you go see it or if you
0: i think it's available now yeah, you, you can, can rent watch it for it.
1: that's what i did i rented it for like 20 bucks so if, on you, iTunes. if you check that out
0: uh pay attention to the in credit scene yeah all right uh moving on
1: yes moving on so let's let's hit nightmare on elm street okay Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I mean, wh- what's your what's your favorite like horror franchise? Oh,
0: put me on the spot. Yeah, depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I mean, this is one of my favorites. Yeah. I would say because it was one of the. Mo- first ones that really scared me. Yeah. Like I went from Chucky to this and Chucky was scary, but it was relatable because I had a doll right and now. I've got like <laughs> my th- buddy. Yeah. It was my buddy and me. Um, my buddy and that was why we put that in the yeah. episode a couple weeks ago, <laughs> a couple months ago. But um, yeah, uh, this guy scared me, you know, yeah. his face was gross and he yeah. was nasty. I mean, in this scene that you were talking about, I saw that you put this in the notes and I got excited because yeah. I remember watching some behind the scenes of this and it's uh, not only is it impactful like mentally on you mm-hmm. as a kid, but it's, it's really done really cool. Yeah. And there was also some, some stuff that happened along with that that we'll get into. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. So, I, I love uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. They're, they're my favorite horror franchise. And I think the main reason why is because most other, at least up to that point, and even some after that, uh, you know, they're, you had your Friday the 13th and your Halloween's and stuff like that. Um, But Nightmare on Elm Street, they're only restrained. The kills were so creative because yeah. it was all in dreams. And so you're only restricted by their imagination. Yeah. It's like the know? only
0: barrier. Yeah. It's literally uh, like a fantasy horror. Yeah. The, at yeah. some point. And as as yeah, as
1: a, as a, as a Franchise goes on; it gets a little bit sillier. Like, sure. I, don't get me wrong. I love uh, Dream Warriors. Uh, was that Nightmare on Elm Street? Four Dream Warriors. Oh, but it's great, silly. Like, great song. <laughs> Dream Warriors. Yeah, can we get? A, can we get a sample of that real quick? <laughs>
0: Like, how rad is that? Like, it's so rad. Uh,
1: Dawkins is who uh, did that. But, you know, in uh, in Dream Warriors, you know, the bunch of kids uh, figure out that they can, like, uh, when they're dreaming, they can, like, know that they're dreaming. And so they start fighting back against it. And it's like, it's so stupid, but I love it. But the, uh, especially the first one was legitimately scary. I mean, it's directed by Wes Craven, who's one of our greatest horror directors. You know, he's done done some of the all-time greats. And this is, I think this was his first, like he'd he'd done a couple other ones, but this was like his first big hit. Yeah, Um, They covered this on uh, the movies that made us. Um, Yeah, it had its own episode. Yeah, it has its own full episode. But uh, one particular kill in this one that I want to talk about, and, and I guess to talk about this one, you have to talk about one other one as well the one that had the most impact on me when I was a kid. And it was right after like the phone tongue thing we were talking about. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> so gross. Don't do it again. Cause she was trying to call uh, Johnny Depp and this is, you know, this is Johnny Depp's first movie. Johnny Depp. Yeah. And
0: that is good stuff. Yeah. Right?
1: It is like he w- uh, he wanted to be a musician apparently. It, it seems like some of like our favorite, I mean, I don't know that Johnny Depp's anybody's favorite actor anymore, but he was for a while. So a lot of people's like favorite actors, like never wanted to be actors like Johnny Depp. I All think, right. I think sometimes I think actors are better when they actually hate the process. <laughs> like Marlon Brando hated making movies. Yeah, it's true. Um, But anyway, so yeah, he wanted to be a musician, but they they cast him in this. And so this is his death scene. And it starts off he's laying on this waterbed and um what do i thought was really fun i didn't remember this i just watched the scene before we started recording and he has a small like tv oh yeah so oh, like, like, that would hurt so bad yeah it's, and it's it gets, a crt like those things are heavy the, the man it's it so hot like, well, it yeah it's like, like it's right on his junk yeah. so like Whoa. it's got to be getting hot and like probably giving off radiation and stuff like that probably not a great idea no not you know? at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like like it's like us with our ipads except it's just a full television set <laughs> I don't know why That was really funny Anyway so he's laying there And he starts to like Fall asleep And right from either side Of him coming out of the waterbed Are Freddy's uh, hands I mean the one you see Is the one with the claw it. should we watch it Oh yeah let's watch it (laughs) 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 So yeah This is her with the phone She's like no (laughs) It's making weird noises Yeah it's very So that's when uh, she unplugged
0: it It's very Full house looking room. So oh, totally. Far as the but year. Tries to call.
1: And I love this. It's my favorite. I love the uh, running monologue uh, in movies when people are trying to explain what they're doing. Like, oh, but what if Johnny Depp needs to call me? I unplugged the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for explaining. <laughs> what? How's it? How's it ringing again? It's unplugged. Ooh, oh man, music definitely tells us that something is up. I love this score though. Cue music. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Like in what world is it a good idea for her to do, to go out and answer that. I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, the mouthpiece is actually a mouth. Oh, I didn't I don't know why I didn't catch that. I would just watched that earlier. But like it's a full mouth with the tongue coming it's out. So funny. That's incredible. My boyfriend. My boyfriend. My uh, I, I love this movie. It's so good.
0: So is, it's going to go into Johnny Depp's. Yeah, scene, right? I, when
1: I when I pulled it up before, I was like, "Wow, it's really taking a long time to get there." But it's the next thing. I
0: locked it all up. I had to. I mean, it's Anatomy of a Scene. We can sit here right. and just chat about this stuff. We don't have to give away our right. film secrets. The other
1: cool, she just walked by that front door. I yeah. love the final shot of the movie when like uh, the hands come out, break the window, and pull her like. I think you're her mom in through the. Oh, here we go. So Johnny Depp's asleep on his bed wearing his football jersey. Huh. There's his t- his whole TV sitting on his couch. <laughs> Poor guy. God.
0: He can kind of see the cradle he's in. Yeah, you
1: totally can. And there it comes oh, like the claw, no. pulls him ah. down into the bed. It pulls it, so the TV goes in with him first, yeah, and then <laughs> the record player. Oh, oh, <laughs> why ow ow, 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 I don't know why, why that's so funny. The record player does too, and I also don't know what how she'd like. They just come back to her, like, at her house, screaming by him. So now there's this geyser of blood that just shoots up out of the bed, yeah, uh, onto the ceiling. Like, it's a, ridic- it's a ridiculous amount of blood. Oh, it's a lot, like, it's more so than much. a human body could handle. Oh, that's like, that's like 30 humans, yeah. And the mom comes in like well that's weird <laughs> yeah well this is not normal <laughs> johnny it's i told ni- you to
0: clean your room yeah it was, it was a nice room
1: oh man gross yeah so like that's a you know what again watching it now like it's pretty tame but like freaked me out when i was a kid oh man. it's terrifying yeah
0: like and there's a lot more that happened in that scene on a, from there's a, whole from lot more, a from a production standpoint. Yeah. This
1: is scary for way, for a lot of other reasons. <laughs> yeah. So should I get into that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So
0: with the geyser coming out, I mean, it was very, you know, as a kid, you don't know that the, mm-hmm. the movie tricks, the movie, yeah. st- the movie stunts. And, um, y- you know, you flip a room, throw oh. some,
1: Oh. Be- before you get into it, let oh. me give just a little bit of backstory on the room. Okay. So, one of the first kill in the movie is um, I can't remember her name, Tina. Um, where Freddie's like invisible and like pulls her out of bed and is like flinging her around the oh, room. Yeah. And so they originally built this room. Uh, for that scene um, so that they can sense. make her like going up the walls and onto the ceiling and streaming blood and flying around and so when multi- they purpose the room yeah exactly so when they when it came to doing this there I think Wes Craven had the idea like you know yeah. what let's use uh, the, the spinning room for this as yeah. well so, I'm so sure the room was made not just made upside down it was made to spin so that's an important part of it that is super this. important so, okay. so I'm anyway, guessing they
0: shot the blood scene first before the other scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty
1: easy cleanup yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. Hey, can, can somebody mop up uh, these hundred gallons of blood <laughs> Oh, way more than hundred
0: gallons. Totally kidding. So yeah, as Aaron was saying, the room spun. So what do you do? You bolt everything to the ceiling, mm-hmm. uh, or sorry, you bolt everything to the, to the, uh, fake ceiling or the fake floor. Mm-hmm. And then you spin that sucker upside down. And then with yep. that, spin your camera and you can get some, uh, pretty cool stuff, right? Yeah.
1: Yep. So you got uh, dudes on the ceiling, like dumping blood through the hole. Right. And, and then, then, then you, your camera's upside down. So it looks like it's coming it's up out coming of, the out of yeah. there.
0: Right. So with that, Comes the wa- the gravity, and the fake blood water. Because it was, you know, the fake blood, and then they mix it with water to make right. it thinner to mm-hmm. thin out the blood. It got into what you saw was the yeah. Light there's socket like the ceiling of, a ceiling the lamp ceiling ceiling up there, light. yeah and what that did was that threw up the it electric- actually had it electrified I was like, why did it's like, why did you run that off like a I mean at the time you just couldn't run that off a battery well, I mean, I think, it was, I think just, it was
1: such a cheap production too that they were just like winging like sure. everything but I mean when you mix water in with that
0: obviously and then not it gets good. electrical yeah. it's not, not good. good so sparks flew it blew uh, it kind of screwed up the electrical yeah. uh, system of the roller and stuff and I guess everything just kind of went out of control
1: well so the, well, the other thing that happened is the blood started to pool up on, yeah. like in one corner which threw off the balance and so and the whole Yes. room started, then it to started spin. spinning yeah and so, and so there were there, people under there, it was the other so there are people standing on top of it yeah so it did two things it shorted out all the electrical so everything went went dark for one thing and then it spun upside down there were people strapped to the top of it so they're hanging by the end <laughs> I forgot they were hanging upside down in the dark <laughs> covered in blood it's amazing <laughs> like, like, oh my god what it like I can't like can you imagine like a modern day set pulling some bullshit like
0: that it's so good <laughs> and it makes sense that the, the room spun not only did
1: they just build
0: it upside down, because because the yeah. first scene is obviously him getting pulled in, right. and the, the room would have been set up normal, right? And then once they spun spun the room, then they could uh, do this right. scene. Obviously, probably one of the the later scenes in the yeah. film
1: are that they probably shot. I would I would imagine so. Yeah, like a big what, mess. And you know, if if they hadn't reused the room from the original shot, because that's when they needed to spin. Like this shot didn't need to spin, right? And so yeah. if they had yeah. just built the room on its own, they wouldn't have had some of those problems. Yeah.
0: and that's that's just a good example of you know cross using your budget there yeah, which makes so it makes I mean, sense that they would do it It happens all the time but it's yeah. uh it's a nice example i think it's easy to underestimate that. how well, heavy
1: uh, that much liquid is
0: yeah <laughs> and, and just like and what liquid can do with electrical right. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing
1: that nobody got killed hey we're filming movies everything's fine <laughs> yeah, it's, fine. it's uh, totally safe ring the bells for my delicious chocolate cereal <laughs> count chocolate
0: Woo-hoo! Don't cry, it's me, Blueberry, with my ghostly good cereal, Blueberry.
1: Everybody knows Count Chocula has chocolate marshmallows.
0: But during my chimes, Blueberry has blueberry-flavored marshmallows. Ding. Quiet! You ding-dongs woke me
1: up. <laughs> you can enjoy this nutritious breakfast with Blueberry, Count
0: Chocula. So. I don't know. I love that. I was I was excited that you put that on there. Did you see the one I put on there?
1: I did, and this is cool because I don't really, um, I don't think I've really ever like really watched any uh, Universal like classic horror uh, yeah. movies, and so, so yeah, no, so I'm I'm very interested in this one.
0: Cool, and I, I I highly recommend that you do. I encourage you to try it, and I encourage any listener to watch any old Universal horror classic movie. There's tons of remakes of these, but if you go back into like the 30s and the 40s, which and- one's your favorite? I think this one, Dracula. Okay, so we're cool. going to talk about Dracula. Be- Bela
1: Lugosi. Yeah, Bela okay. Lugosi
0: was there. And I guess on this Saturday, I'm going to that museum I was talking about. Yeah. And I guess they got a Bela Lugosi mirror from his home. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. sketch.
1: Okay, right on. All right. Well, okay. I might make
0: it back. I might not. <laughs> All right. So uh, no, anyways, a uh, big fan of Bela Lugosi. This scene particularly is when Renfield enters the castle. Who's Renfield? Renfield is the lawyer who becomes Dracula's henchman.
1: Oh, so that's like uh in the like the remake with Keanu Reeves. That's Keanu Reeves' character, right? So he's yes. kind of like the everyman that he's, enters he, into the story exactly. to be like, okay, gotcha.
0: And he's the guy, uh, you know, he's the low-hanging fruit of the story. He's the guy driving right. in. And he gets all these first impressions of the castle, though, and it's like really interesting. Because today, when we think of Halloween, actually, let's watch this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, we'll link everything. And uh, after we watch this, I want to... Uh, just kind of talk about how we you know relate this just in everyday to horror and what is scary and then i want to talk about some of the effects they used in 1931 oh. because say, no. they don't have much oh yeah, yeah right? oh yeah the, the stuff they did it's in like the 30s smoke, for it's like effects smoke or... and mirrors pretty yeah. much right I'm like
1: literally i think that's yeah. like where the saying like came yeah, from is. yeah yeah dude, I, love, I love the like matte artwork and stuff like that in old movies it's so cool yeah and that's what we'll get Mod- into. models things like that so
0: um this specifically uh is entering uh the count's cast uh, castle so this is renfield entering the castle big big building so at the time this is shot on the universal lot like we've actually taken this tour it's very quiet you can hear the hiss oh yeah uh, no music at the time uh to oh, uh, right. license that's you know? right so um so this is a big look how grand and big yeah. look at see the bats that's scary oh yeah they're kind of dangling <laughs> clearly but, on
1: string yeah so
0: that's the set he's coming down but the first one how big it looked that perspective right so armadillos, random, still not armadillos. Sure. I yeah. was not expecting that. Fun armadillo shot. So that's the Probably actual shot set. in Southern
1: California. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the uh, you can see it's about head level the staircase is. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you saw it when he came in, but it was it looked much bigger than that. And that's an example of, of matte effects, and we'll get into that here. in yeah, a second. Yeah,
1: because there's like just like like staircase, and then everything else is like matte painting, right? Exactly. Yeah. This is an easy one to talk over because there's no audio. Right. Right. So at this point, he's, I am. Oh.
0: Dracula. The famous line. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's really good to see you. I don't know what happened to the driver and my luggage and well. So and as as this, you can tell, his is not super important here. I don't want to you know give too much yeah. away. It's a brand new film. <laughs> <laughs> <And> Spoilers, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but this version specifically, the reason I wanted to show this is because this is the first time someone's being afraid of walking into like a castle and that you're seeing it. Right. There's cobwebs, there's bats. So, so now we associate, go to like, like all the aesthetics
1: th- that we're used to now for like Halloween it stuff. Set yeah. the
0: Standard for, for that. Huh, that's interesting. This film did right here because not only was it one of the first movies from universal from the horror monster genre mm-hmm. from now a classic I don't. I don't know who did the art design and all of that stuff, but uh, I'm. I'm stoked for him because now you're going to find that in every haunted house. Yeah, this isn't mocking anything. We're mocking it, right? And the the fake bats. I think that's so funny. You go into a spirit Halloween. There's a a whole bat thing, you know. So you know, it's true. I
1: never really thought about
0: that. And obviously, bats represent vampires as well with fangs and uh, and biting, but he's really it really intensifies in the spider yeah. so now we're afraid of spiders too
1: right well, what's interesting in that last shot also and I'd be really curious to know if, if it did get its inspiration Spot. from this is uh, Red is the Lost Ark when they're in the cave at the beginning sure. and there's a huge they actually rip a hole in the spider web mm-hmm. which is what he just did and, like step through it through and like it. A, I mean like I, yeah. I'm sure there's some inspiration I, there. I mean Steven Spielberg is uh you know like he he's a, a film scholar as well right. so like I guarantee he knows that that shot's in Dracula like guarantee it of course and so there's a really good chance he's like oh I going to do like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'd be curious to know if that was actually I, true, but I, I would not be surprised. I mean, you could—I'm sh- sure you could look that up, and I don't
1: doubt that. I'll just you're- ask him next time I see him. That's good. I mean, when you go to steamy. when you go to Houston, where Steven Spielberg lives, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be at the movie premiere. Like, hey, Aaron, hey, bud, <laughs> that's Spielberg uh, <laughs> We gotta help ET get home.
0: <laughs> Here is your phone card. I was just a Universal. Your phone card. So that's why I uh, said that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it just set the president for what is now Halloween, dude. It's cool. It's, yeah, that's that cool. It's actually amazing when you think about it because we're in such a remix culture now Mm -hmm. we mock everything Mm -hmm. to set the standard it's cool not only uh do i want to talk about that i want to talk about some behind the scenes stuff and that was what you mentioned earlier was with matte painting matte painting was the cheapest way to you couldn't print anything you couldn't uh do anything on a computer that didn't exist right so painting uh, a large canvas and hanging it in a studio putting things in the foreground. So they were able to actually utilize their perception, get up higher, look down, yeah. get lower, look up. And what they did in that scene, and again, I encourage you to watch everything that we've linked, you'll watch when he walks in and it's, they they had to make it look huge and scary mm-hmm. along with all of those little things that we talked about. And the way they did that was, was they hung that big canvas yeah. uh, closer than you actually think they shot down and he was able to walk forward and they, they, wow. then they they threw some light through um you know physical sets and it really made the set come to life. And then it cuts to them closer at the stair set, and then it looks more in perspective. And but that's the famous
1: scene. I am Dracula. It's, I mean, that's it's, where it's revealed. It has to be big and grand. Yeah, it's it's amazing to me. I love how quickly. I mean, the first you know first feature films were. I, I couldn't tell you the exact date, but it's like you know early 1900s. I want to say like somewhere in the 1910s, something yeah. like that. And then by 1930, they've already come up with like such a huge bag of of really interesting tricks and stuff like that yep. to fool perception. I mean, what the the one of the first um, pieces of film to be shown to people is uh, the uh, classic like train coming at the screen. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, audiences when they showed it to them, they, they freaked out. They didn't, yeah. like, we think, you know, we're, we're humans were smart. Even in the early 1900s, we were smart, but it was just so like reality shattering for the audience to see that train coming towards them and, and them freaking all out. I think just gave filmmakers these ideas of like oh okay well, like we can trick people with this like yeah. it's, it, it's the, all these visual tricks Um, the point, sorry I'm going to go off on a little rant real quick one of my favorite things about uh, early filmmaking in in like that regard is Sergei Eisenstein he's considered the father of montage yeah
0: it's going to be a montage <laughs> and, and, and like can I get that cue real
1: quick going to need a montage Nice, <laughs> <So> nice. Gonna <laughs> get a, get a montage. Um, montage. But so, so montage in this meeting is like the actual definition of it, which is like it's just editing. It's not like musical montage. So he he did this test where he shot a guy, um, just his face, um, making just a very just a blank look, and it would be it would show him, and then a shot in the middle and then show him again. And depending on what shot he used in the middle, audiences had a different perception yeah. of his face in the third shot. Same like, you know, they showed, I don't remember what it was like a, a child's birthday party, something like that. Like, oh, he looks happier in the third shot or something, you know, violent in the middle shot. Oh, he looks scared in the third shot now. And so I just, I think it's so fascinating, all the tricks that came up with and how quickly they did it. So right. by 1930, uh, 1930 something, 31, yeah. 1931, they are already had, all these amazing perspective tricks and matte paintings and stuff like that. Just, just uh, the, or the early wild west days of filmmaking are so yeah. fascinating. It's to me. crazy. Yeah. And,
0: and, you know, I think it was the first time this stuff was seen and what, how yeah. it, we kind of associate what horror is and Halloween.
1: Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. Like the aesthetics um, are exactly what you like think of when you go into kind of like your, when I say base level, I don't mean, like, cheap. I mean, just, like, your standard, like, Halloween yeah. thing. Like, it's Dracula's castle. Yeah. It's spiderweb so, But I know there was
0: Nosferatu, which was 1922. Right, right. Uh, and that set a lot of the earlier times as well. And you get the shadows and the yeah. things like that. Well,
1: those that that's German expressionism. Uh Same director as uh, Cabin of Dr. Caligari, Right. Um, and so German expressionism was these hard shadows. And, like, it basically where uh tim burton ended up getting his style from
0: absolutely so, so everything's yeah. influenced
1: absolutely yeah uh, but
0: it's fun to you know come back you know start at x which is the most recent horror yeah. film that i've seen yeah uh and then work all the way back to 31 oh yeah
1: we did do that didn't we yeah. on purpose we totally yeah. planned that i i mean i did <laughs> that's why i write these things bro wait <laughs> I <laughs> uh, no three like super cool horror films. Uh, I can't wait till it's next fun. year to do this again. Well, I guess yeah. we'll do one for Halloween. We'll do one for Halloween. Yeah. yeah, Definitely, you know, drop us a line. Let us know whether or not you like these kinds of episodes. If you prefer, um, you know, interview episodes, that's fine too. Or if, or us just talking about production, we're down for whatever. We just like talking about this stuff. Absolutely. So we would love to hear your thoughts about, about what you, what you do like and what you don't like about the podcast.
0: Exactly. And one thing I was going to mention as well on Spotify, I know we've mentioned it mm-hmm. on Spotify specifically. Go there and rate us because right now
1: uh, there's actually not enough ratings to display a rating. Uh, you probably like 10 or something like that before it can actually display something. I think it's 30. But oh. I,
0: but the thing is, we looked at our listenership and 85% are on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that's true. So um, that other 15% would be awesome yeah, if that'd be great. Uh, they could go over to Spotify and, and get that going just so we can get the rating system on there. People are heading over to uh, iTunes and finally commenting and uh, leaving reviews yeah, and yeah, yeah. five-starring, which I really appreciate. It's dope. So you got to keep doing that. Otherwise we will get lost in That's the crowd right. of podcasts. <laughs> that wait, do, uh,
1: wait, other people are making podcasts I do. too? I think for 2022, we should make a podcast. Well, at least we're the only movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. No, you know what? It's more specifically production. Podcast. Oh yeah. Thank goodness. We're the only one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not a ton there's not a ton of them oh yes there are no there, there are. are there yeah. are right. <laughs> good point thanks doc <laughs> right, so thank you guys
0: so much for hanging out yeah absolutely uh, really appreciate it leave those ratings and reviews as always mm-hmm. and
1: uh, we'll catch you in a couple weeks yeah just thanks for listening we like that